Shalom and welcome to Parashah's Christmas, the weekly fix for spiritual lessons taken from the Parashah. Have your coffee and let's take a look at the weekly Torah reading. This week we'll be looking at Parashah Re, which starts in Deuteronomy chapter 11 verse 26 to chapter 16 verse 17. Enjoy it and don't forget to give us your feedback on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube or via our website. Religion is the opiate of the masses. Well, it was, at least, according to Karl Marx. The founder of Marxism's negative view of religion has pervaded the West, and today less and less people are involved in organized religion. Berlin, where we are based, is especially devoid of religious adherence, at least on the surface. If we dig a little deeper, we find that many people today are happy to say that while they're not religious, they are spiritual. In recent times, yoga and meditation tarot cards and homeopathy have become increasingly popular. While people find religion mostly irrelevant, spiritual disciplines or practices help them to connect with a part of themselves that they find important. If religion is the opiate of the masses, spirituality has become the newest trend. For our parasha this week, surprise surprise, we're back with Moses and he's recounting of the time in the desert. This week is relatively eclectic as Moses retells the new generation the teachings of God that he'd already written down in Vayikra, among other places. We again read about the festivals, the Sabbath year, and the dietary laws. But among this rehashing, we find Moses warning the people. He gives us a scenario whereby someone predicts that something will happen, and it does. And then, as a result, this person claims special powers and tells the people to follow a different God. Moses tells us that even if something like this should happen, we should stay away and not be convinced by this person. Even if they did something extraordinary, but told the people to leave the real God, we should just ignore them. Actually, not just ignore them, we should eliminate them. Wow. It of course begs the question, how is this theoretical person able to predict the future if God is not helping them? After all, up until this point, the Torah has been pretty clear that there's only really one God and that he's chosen Israel. While Moshe doesn't explicitly answer our question, a clue is given to us when we're told this person would try to convince us to follow other gods. Yes, that's right. To use a popular Star Wars reference, we're talking about the dark side. For our Western worldview, it seems like nonsense to talk about demons and dark powers. References in history to demonic possession or interference are laughed off by us who live in the 21st century and have been enlightened by knowledge and science. And yet the rise and use of things like tarot cards, palm readings, Ouija boards or other Eastern spirituality presents us with a contradiction. Even major fashion labels such as Obey use occult symbols in their clothing designs. We don't believe in the supernatural because we can't see it, and yet we become fascinated with it for that very reason. It defies logic and reason. And yet spirituality, especially occult practices, can become attractive to us because they are not religion. Religion we find weighty and boring, restraining and joy-killing, but spirituality gives us a chance to explore a part of our being that we don't entirely understand. Matt Zieger, one of our American staff members, was initially exposed to the spiritual world when he took part in an encounter group, a pseudo-spiritual counseling session where he was encouraged to not sleep and to express hatred towards his parents. Matt explains that when the group fell apart, he had a recurring dream of a man in a mask standing over him, strangling him. 
while it was just a dream, he experienced very real symptoms of not being able to breathe and had to shake himself out of his sleep to avoid suffocating. Shortly afterwards, Matt put his faith in Messiah Yeshua and had some other believers in Yeshua pray for him. As a result, he understood that the man in his recurring dream behind the mask was the leader of the encounter group. While there was certainly cultish behavior in his encounter group, there was also an occult element. Matt had no interest in religion, but was open to spirituality. He just didn't realize that there aren't only benevolent powers out there, there are also malevolent ones. The desire for spiritual intimacy or incredible experiences can lead us to make wrong choices, like Matt. Sometimes we don't realize it for a while because the spirituality we're involved in feels so good. That was the experience of Rabbi Maharaj, the son of a Brahmin priest who trained as a yogi. He had psychedelic visions and out-of-body experiences with spirit guides. He experienced super strength. And no, I'm not making this up. You can read about it in his book, Death of a Guru. Ultimately, Rabbi came to believe in the Messiah Yeshua when he revealed himself to him in a dream. Yeshua did more than just that though. He unmasked Rabbi's spiritual guides and Rabbi realized that they were nothing more than malevolent spiritual forces that had been deceiving him. Rabbi tells of how Yeshua broke the hold that these evil powers had over him and how he came to experience true inner peace. Both Matt and Rabbi have one thing in common. It was only in Yeshua that they experienced true inner peace and healing. Not through transcendental meditation, not through magic mushrooms, not through psychological encounter groups. The irony is that so many people dismiss Yeshua as belonging to religion. Nothing could be further from the truth. When he was here on this earth, he constantly called out the religious leaders of the time for being hypocrites. He wasn't interested in the opiate of the masses. He was interested in freeing the masses and, to use his own words, to give them life in abundance. Through his death and resurrection, he has the power to transform us and give us complete inner peace and healing. That does not sound like religion to me. But let's go back to Moses and the warning. If something is going to take us away from the one true God, then we should stay far away from it. If you're looking for fulfillment in life, if you're looking for a way to connect with spirituality, then don't look for it outside of God. You'll be looking in the wrong place, with malevolent powers keen to enslave you, just like they did to Matt and Rabbi. But if you come to the Messiah, you can experience true freedom. Don't settle for religion that is devoid of a relationship with God, but don't settle either for occultic spiritual experiences that, while they might initially seem exhilarating, end up enslaving you. Choose freedom. Choose life. Choose the Messiah Yeshua. That's it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed our parasha espresso. Please don't forget to subscribe to make sure you get the latest episodes. We'd love to hear from you, so please get in touch with us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, or via our website at youdenfearjesus.de.